Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions. And we would love to have you join us. Hi, and welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Well, it's been a lot of fun talking to Jesse for that the last good. couple of weeks. It was good. That was good. Yeah. It was good. He's got a lot to say, and it's always amazing. Mm-hmm. And it'd be yeah. Good, yeah, it's always nice to have returning people because yeah. you know life has changed. Like we have a lot has changed since what 2019. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, gosh. yeah it's true. And I, um, the thing that I most appreciated about our conversation was I feel like it brought fresh energy mm-hmm. um, to the things that we've been talking about because it's to the table, <laughs> to the, <laughs> the long table. If you table. are not watching, remember you should because it's That's a big true. table. It is a big table. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm glad though to um, to have some inspiration to bring something new into my classroom. Definitely. No, yeah. no, no, no. When he, when when Jesse brought this up in our meeting um, two months ago or a month ago, I don't know. Um, it was like, this is really good. This is Orf, but with a different, as he says, lens for me, a different medium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all process teaching. It's all process teaching. And speaking of process teaching, hey. that's what I want to talk about today. Nice. Um, thank you. Uh, so my friend Drew Bullington and I have recently published an article mm-hmm. in the Orfeco, which is the American Orf Schulwerk Association's um, scholarly peer-reviewed journal. Mm-hmm. Um, so the theme of um, of this issue is sources and so most of the articles are talking about um finding different primary sources for or if she'll work and like, bringing them in. I'm guessing, for example, I'm guessing probably the, the, the wm why am I blanking? The Music the, for Children volumes by Orphan volumes, Kate Mon. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are, what are some other ones that were brought uh, up? Kate Mon wrote Elementaria. That's, okay. Um, that's so a source. But there's are a, they talking about music sources per se or sources yeah. about Orph? Well, the lovely thing about it is they, they put out the topic and mm-hmm. you kind of take Open it. interpretation. They do. Yes. You take it wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, uh, there's some people who wrote articles about curriculum okay. and um, and how to bring equity into it, which is um, yeah, I mean, there's there are some real gems in here. I really enjoyed Martha O'Hare's um, article about musicology as a source of the Schulwerk pedagogy. I'll um, have to read into that. Yeah, it's it's very good. Um, and then uh, I, there, people just took it in lots of different directions, okay. but. The direction that Drew and I took is we have been talking for some time about how important it is to process teach yourself into becoming a excellent teacher. Expound. Okay, so process teach stuff that, that, that is tasty. Yes, so expound. yes, it is tasty. So if you're not familiar with the Orfschule work process, it is um, imitation. Mm-hmm. So teacher does something, students directly imitate it. Um, and then you move into exploration. And so they get to take that one little thing and then add their own spin on it, mm-hmm. um, which goes right along with improvisation. Right. Um, so they improvise, they keep what they like, and then we end up with a new creation. So mm-hmm. that's the cycle. And those things don't have to happen in that order necessarily. Um, but those are the those are the four pieces of it. And so I think... Um, and and Drew and I think together that uh, the that that is just uh, the learning process, yeah. really, mm-hmm. and um, and it applies to every single area of your life. So, especially as teachers, okay. we have to fully develop ourselves as the best possible human beings that we could be if we want to be the most effective teachers. Correct. That yeah. we want to be, yeah. Like the person directing the classroom has 
to be emotionally intelligent has to have a working knowledge of not just their subject matter and be an expert in their field, really, but also, um, you know, understand uh, the the emotional landscape of the kids and the yep. psychological landscape of the kids, like what we're working with when they come in their room, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit about what their backgrounds and their home lives look like, um, you know, so that we can compassionately receive them. Let's just cite our earlier episode regarding yes. the cultural response of teacher. So, yeah. 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 There's so many different things yeah. that you really need to be great at in order to be the most effective possible teacher. You never stop learning. Right. Because these students are not androids where you plug in the information, they just receive right. it. You are the, the the vehicle of where the teaching happens. Right. And when we're talking about teaching music mm-hmm. through the Orff-Schulberg process, you are the source of um, inspiration. Definitely, yes. Yeah, you plant the seed. Right. Yeah, you provide the spark. You plant the seed and you help them understand how they can water it themselves. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You you dump out the Legos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We were not. We are not sponsored by Legos. We're not, but it's so good, but right? It's such a good word picture. If the Danes would like to contact us, <laughs> I would would not be opposed. My children would be thrilled. <laughs> My child itself would be thrilled. <laughs> yeah. So the the key to all of it mm-hmm. um, that we we argue is two things: okay, curiosity mm-hmm. and love. Curiosity and love. Curiosity and love. I'm right now looking at the magazine. Again, if you're not watching the video, you might, you might want to actually look at this episode because we do mm-hmm. actually hold a copy of what is to come. Right. Um, I, sure. I And I highly recommend that you become a member of AOSA. Yes. Um, and uh, if you would like to see this article, I do have permission to share it, and I'm happy to send it to you. Um, but there, the, the Orf Echo is a wealth of knowledge. Yes, it and is. It's and, worth... Okay. The membership. And we were just talking about one article. We mentioned earlier other articles that piqued yeah. my curiosity. Speaking of curiosity. Yes. So you drew up this. Was this you or Drew? This was both of so us. So this is on the, on the second page of this article is this uh, lovely periodic table of nerddom. Yeah. Which is not. The most important thing you need to understand about me and Mr. Bullington is that we are nerds. <laughs> nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We are. Our friendship is solidly built on our shared nerddom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so hydrogen is not the first element. It's not. Instead no. you have. <laughs> so we were playing with the word elemental. Right. Because we're elemental I'm teachers. Done. I'm so No done. you're not. <laughs> And so you're not, you're not done. So oh, no, we're, you're we're, not done. That's for sure. <laughs> we're elemental teachers. Okay, and so we were talking about the elements of a great teacher. Mm-hmm. And so we had a long list. Okay. And then we said, hey, it'd be nice if we had some visuals, laid this okay. out for people. And separately, we both filled in a blank periodic table of the teacher elements. Unintentionally doing the same shindig. We did. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Okay. So. And so, the universe has spoken. Indeed. And the periodic table of the teacher elements has been born. So um, for me, love is the foundation for everything I do. Um, and that uh, can sound a little saccharine if I think you take it the wrong way. But interpret it incorrectly. You, but... Yeah. But um, I, I really do. I love people. And I love this world. And I want it to be the best it possibly could be. And if you, I think the, the the way would be to take in the saccharine is if you don't understand the complexity of what love can be. Right. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um. I think it's the only reason worth, the, you know, doing anything really, is out of love. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you when I when I walk into my classroom and I welcome the kids into it and I plan my lessons, I do it all through that lens of when you love someone, you want what's best for them. Yep. And so, what is best for my students? Um, today, how can I be the best, most caring teacher today mm-hmm. for this particular group of kids? So 
if if you don't start there, the kids can smell it. <laughs> Even through those masks, they, they can really smell it. can. They know. They mm-hmm. they know. Um, and I think that uh, the kids have to understand that you care about them. Yeah. Um, first, before they'll do anything for you. Um, Otherwise, they're not convinced. Right. They're not con- again. We talk right. about the teacher being the vehicle for them to know how. Yeah. The, the, how the seed is planted. They can reject the seed. They can. And at the elementary level, so many times we are associated with our subject matter. Like I've been called Miss Music. <laughs> I My, have been called music class. I am the personification of music. Uh, we have you know? a big behavior specialist. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was like has nicknames. Like she calls me music. Like, uh-huh. Hey, music over here. <laughs> right? Okay. I mean, and so... It, it, there's a. I call her counselor Troy. I, th- I think it's. <laughs> I'm just talking about nerds here. <laughs> I think it's Kodai, Zoltan Kodai, who said um, the most important person uh, in the music community is not the director of the opera house, but rather the elementary music teacher, because if um, if they can help the children fall in love with it, then yeah. that ensures that generations of artists will have a place. You I'm totally slaughtering this quote. <laughs> at Mrs. Pred- not Dot Predmore. You can. You can yes. correct me, but uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that that I'm pretty sure that that's who said something similar to that. Okay. Yeah, that um, you know, we're we are representing music yeah. for you know, we, we want them to have, We are. We want them to have a positive association yeah. with music making so that they can use it as a tool. Not just music making, creation. Yes, and creating. Like, like music is being like, imaginative. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything we do. Yes. And if you're not curious too, you're not growing. Right. So speaking of curious, so you have mm-hmm. at the very top curiosity and love and that love. replaced yes. hydrogen and helium, rest in peace, those two elements. <laughs> um, and then you have other elements to break it yes. down. So you have on the, on the left side. Sure. So we, we broke it up just like the periodic table is broken up. So we've got the essential humanitarian elements, which are wonder, passion, adventure, openness, humanity, humility, and power. Okay. Um, and then super developmental elements, uh, risk, confidence, uh, insight, leadership, and excellence. Mm-hmm. And then um, transitional growth elements are peace, listening, integrity, caring, passion, commitment, skill, joy, respect, patience, um, compassion, authenticity, gentleness, purpose, insistence, respect, loyalty, warmth, and initiative. And then uh, the noble elemental approach elements Gosh, are... No, which we're on the noble gases area. <laughs> well, almost. Yeah. Imitation growth are kind of it's like kind going of... outside there, but you know, <laughs> we, we accept it. These ones are imitation, exploration, improvisation, and creativity, sharing, Have Eight valence electrons community. rotating around them. That's right. That's right. And then uh, the unique connection elements are uh, trauma-informed, cultural awareness, inclusive, synergy, vulnerability, and dynamic. Okay. Sorry. Because, you know, you're, talking about, you're, you're talking about you being a nerd and like, you know, yes. me also being a nerd but not. I know but we're very the, different brands of we nerds. are very different brands but I'm also I'm rather impressed because like oh, the I bottom portions you. are definitely the instable yeah. elements and mm-hmm. like trauma informed cultural awareness is I think the things that are just the most complex oh, and we yet, put a lot of thought into this well you put a lot of, pl- uh, a lot of thought <laughs> without knowing each other placed a lot of thought well, did you collaborate afterwards we collaborated okay. afterwards okay. yeah well, we both came up with a similar idea and then we, we moved things around so we kind of figured <laughs> out where we wanted to go and why well done where are your, trans- you. where are your transformative metals um, so this, those are be the transitional no no, no there's only one row on top it's supposed mm-hmm. to be one okay. row on top shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh okay back to what we're talking about back but these topic. are all the elements that are involved in becoming a person of integrity yeah. and especially a teacher facilitator definitely yeah mm-hmm. a guide okay. you know the modern classroom we're getting away from the factory approach to education where everybody goes in and it's our job to empty things into their little minds tabula rasa 
it yeah. is fascinating that we were still in this factory mindset when mm -hmm. the industrial revolution was a long time ago right but that's when our schools were founded and we have not changed since then. we haven't we need to get out of that way of thinking a, a, a good modern classroom teacher understands that we are a facilitator for um, curiosity and growth and we need to be um, sparking that curiosity and helping the kids you know really right. thrive on right. their interests so that's I, I think that the Orfshore classroom is pretty dumb bomb diggity oh yeah i mean it's the perfect it's the perfect place to put all this into practice yes yeah very much so yeah so the idea is you find people that you that you want to imitate mm. and you surround yourself with them okay and so you process teach yourself into becoming the person with all of those elements fascinating mm -hmm. okay I, I have a thought but uh, uh, did well, Do tell me I, your thought. I, I want to know. I am just curious. I think I've mentioned this several times on the podcast that we mm -hmm. often silo ourselves. Yes. It is common for teachers to silo, silo themselves. It is. And in so doing, uh -huh. our imitation is only of the past. Yeah. It's only of the band directors we had before. That's true. Yeah. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier about the whole, well, well, why are we still stuck in the Industrial Revolution? Because we are often so siloed into, and their only imitation. I mean, I'm thankful that my imitation is of Tamara Page. She's a phenomenal teacher, yeah. but she's a high school director. Right. I had no clue what elementary music was. Yep. If you haven't seen it in practice, that's one of the reasons why it's so important for us to go to our ORF workshops mm -hmm. to see lots of different kinds of people deliver this content. And also to go to the universities as well. To yeah. showcase yeah, to other students true. like what happens. Right. Or or if ideally we'd bring them to our classrooms. We would. And that's why I am eager to throw the doors open for them so mm -hmm. that they can see what it looks like and why I'm so hungry to watch my amazing peers teach, you know, yep. um, every chance I get, uh, you know, with all of my amazing teachers all across the country that I'm friends with, I'm like, I want to see your classroom. Show me how it's organized. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have a do you have a video you're allowed to share of you teaching? Do you have a sample lesson? Because um, I want I want to see how they deliver the content. I want to see what their teacher personas look like because your teacher personality is different than your friend personality quite, right quite, yeah <laughs> and it's if it's not it should be uh, at least some difference yeah like like i i, yeah. I, am, I am very much myself my totally. language is quite different though uh, yeah indeed indubitably indubitably <laughs> uh, i mean those, those words still stay i would just confuse the heck out of my students but like yes but um my mind was going somewhere about the whole observation. Yeah. Like, watching other people teach, finding people, people to imitate. Well, yeah, watching other people teach. Like, this has been something that's been perked on my mind. I've mentioned this mm -hmm. in an earlier podcast. Like, yeah. I think it's so important to watch other people teach. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Because it's funny I, I, when you watch like uh, someone, um, a professional sports player, yes. basketball player going down the court. Right. There is an artistry to it. Yep. It's not just like a, a formula. And people know it. People yeah. know it when you watch like your favorite uh, football player playing or favorite baseball player. It, it, their style is so different. Yes. And I feel like there is a resistance or an apprehension towards teachers considering themselves as artists hmm. because the medium we work with are children. Hmm. And so that's a little bit, it can be seen as icky. Sure. Or messy, but like we are, we but are teaching artists. is a craft. Teaching is an art, yeah, yeah. very much. Um, and so, yes, our, our medium are people, but yeah. how we move our words, how we move our body, how we move our yes. lessons, it is it's art. A, it's performance art. It is an art. Yeah, yeah. Like otherwise, like anyone could do it. And right. That's not the case. And that is not the case. That is not the case. There are 
plenty of people who are not great at this job. Um, and so when we, we did talk a little bit about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was showing the article to Jesse before we yep. started recording mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and uh, he made, he's not the first one to make this comment, but saying like, well, what about the people who need this but aren't going to be the ones to read it? And it's like, well, this is this message is not for them. This is for the people who are ready to receive it. Yeah. Like there will always be people who are not like, yeah, I, it's ironic. The people who do need the message the most are the lost, often the ones that are most resistive. But an uh, article. You can say that about just about anything. Yes, but yeah. an article or a Facebook post or, a, you know, yeah. a text based one way um, direction of a conversation, not conversation, one way direction of um, an idea is not going to convince someone differently. That it has to that's be. True. That's a mentorship. That's a yeah. conversation. That's Yes. Mentors are so important. They are. That's why I wanted to put that in this article. To me, a mentorship is like the, it's the most important thing in my life, I think. I've been mentored by some really phenomenal people, and I'm so deeply grateful. And they've been from all walks of life. They've been Mm. um, lots of different areas of my life. I've learned leadership and business skills and um, how to handle my money. And uh, I think one of the most important places in my life where I've had important mentors is in my marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, When my husband and I, you know, 14 years ago now, were in, I know, uh, we're in premarital counseling. Uh, Our premarital counselors said, find a couple who's been married a long time and hang out with them. Um, And, you know, someone someone that you admire their relationship, Mm -hmm. who's been Mm -hmm. married for a long time, who who you admire and you want your relationship to look like that because the more you hang out with them the more you'll treat each other the way they treat each other and it's true and i I apply that to teaching i wonder to everyone who's listening Mm -hmm. please let me know i'm really curious um and this is not me being a plug i'm not but please do message us i would really am curious how many of you have a teacher mentor yeah and I'm not talking about your master teacher. Yeah. Unless your master teacher is constantly walking beside you or has for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Because I know I haven't. I think that we have really phenomenal teaching peers. Yes. That we share openly with. And we do have a number of mentors. They just don't live here. I think both of us have gained that through our ORF levels experience. I agree. I think maybe our definition of mentorship is a little different. Okay. From, or maybe because these people that have you reached out, you are definitely more communication than I am. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like I, like I really, there, there was mentorship for a period, but I'm not in that constant communication. Sure. And so I feel like mentorship is not just a a, a small period of time, but it is, it is a continual walk. It depends. Okay. Sometimes you have a specific thing to learn from a person, sure. and so you pick that up and you take it and you run with it. And sometimes it's meant to be a longer relationship. It's kind of the same with friendships, you know. Sometimes mm. you have friends that come into your life for a season. And I don't like really this. Important. I don't like this is going. It's I don't true. know. It's true. It's true. And yeah. sometimes you have your friends that stick with you for life. You're right. No, I mean, again, I, I I'm not trying to say that it is for a continual, like for the long term, but yeah. like for me. Yeah, I haven't had for like a, even as for a small period of time in my life where I've had a mentor beside me. Hmm. It has always been like, oh, I taught, I learned from them for two weeks. Okay, that's it. Got it. Or so, I know for me, yeah, I have never had a mentor before. I'm curious. I encourage you to find one that you I really love. Would like? I mean, I'm, I have, I've been in talks with someone that could be mentor. Yeah. So yeah. It's the same kind of idea as what we learned in premarital counseling. It's like when you when you hang out with somebody who's an excellent teacher, they really rub off on you. The way they talk to their kids is how you will talk to your kids. 
the way they move through their classroom, you'll start to pick up those those pieces that work for you too. The way they organize, the way they make their lessons, mm-hmm. the cadence of their speech, and um, and you'll try it on, and yep. that you'll directly imitate for a minute, and then you'll explore, and you keep the parts that work for you, and you discard the parts that don't, and then you turn it into something entirely new and all your own. But it starts with that direct imitation. Oh, my mind's going all directions right now. Because <laughs> another thing that I'm thinking about, what, what again? If you have a mentor, I would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I also feel like just being in the post postmodernistic society, it's hard for us to like, to like think of people as mentors or as mm. quote unquote experts because there's this guy named Chris Papazak. He wrote like experts are few and far between. I uh-huh. um, mo- everyone is trying to just figure it out on their own, and that's true, and that's very much true. But people who are willing to be mentors, they may not be like. 100% expert, but they have seen things for a long period of time. And so yeah. being vulnerable enough to walk beside these people. So that's, and, and okay, so we talk about okay, this go for it. in the mentor yes. relationships. And what we talk about is be the kind of person that makes a mentor feel vulnerable enough with you mm. to share not just their successes, but their failures and how they climbed out of it. Like that is, that's a privilege to hear those stories. Sure. Definitely. And, um, and that's asking someone to really open up and be vulnerable. So if you, if you really want to like get to the best possible place you can get in your teaching and have deep professional relationships, um, then you, you gotta be the kind of person that will receive that with compassion and grace and openness so that you can grow from mm. it. Yeah. I think also yep. another inverse, not, the inverse also is to be vulnerable to be, to be a mentor to someone else as well. Oh my God. It's so, yeah, it's really nuts. And I've, <laughs> you're on both sides of the street if you've been more than one year teacher. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I just had a, I, I had a new teacher come along a couple of weeks ago and, um, she, uh, we were talking about what she wanted to see. And I, I told her my schedule, I talked through it and I said, um, you know, if you come on this day, then you'll get to see how we, I talk to the little kids and special ed. And, um, this is when I've got the big guys and we're working on instruments right now. And then this group is my most challenging group. She's like, I want to come then. <laughs> And it's Smart. like, oh, yes, Smart, but that's, but and that's was, what she needs. Yes. Yeah. It's not what I want. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's totally like, fair. well, okay, so that one is the most likely to fall off the rails. <laughs> you will see me at not my best. I will be at my best. <laughs> the children, <laughs> on the other hand, fair. you know, but having another adult in the room, too, um, you know, who is watching to learn. Yep. It's really helpful to have that energy in the yep. room. So I don't know. Like I you don't you don't have to have all of your stuff together in order to be a great mentor. You no. just have to be willing to be vulnerable and that takes a lot of it takes a lot of courage. It does. To do that. It does. It's frightening. Um, but it's really important. Yeah. Yeah, that goes back to our imposter syndrome. Like, do I really have anything to teach anybody? By the way, everybody feels like that. Oh, I, I know. I mean everybody. Yeah. I I took too long to learn that lesson. Everybody wonders that. Everybody has that question. Another thought that comes to mind. Okay. Bring it on. (laughs) I was talking to a general ed teacher um, in the lounge. And he was like just... He was talking about how, yeah, we didn't have collaboration back uh, back in the day. Like Mm -hmm. when I first started, um, my other... uh, Teachers in the same same grade level just tossed me a manual and said, here... Go learn it. Mm-hmm. You got it now. And mm-hmm. They walked away, and like that was, that was the approach. It's not helpful. It's not helpful. <laughs> no, but like it just, 
that was I'm glad that we're moving away from that mentality. I am too. And it's, anyway, the, the, the thing is, though, the thing is, though, huh. his response was that forced him to be a good teacher. Okay. And my pushback was, yeah, but you weren't able to see how other people taught, right? And that might have helped you, like, because you were forced to figure it out on your own. Yeah. Like there but are still. I can guarantee other that wasn't the best experience for the kids that you taught that is, year. And is it the most optimized for you? Are you? Are, you might be the most you, but mm-hmm. are you the most optimized for? But I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. <laughs> I right? mean, that was essentially a thesis. I, I know, <laughs> I know who you're talking about, and I also heard that story firsthand, yep. and had the same thought. It's like, man, you were gypped. Yeah. You were seriously chipped. Yes, we need to have the opportunity to get in front of groups of people and try things and have it not go well, which you will yep. when mm-hmm. you're teaching. Mm-hmm. You'll you will in year fifteen and thirty as yep. well as year one. Um, but we need <laughs> we need to have people to give us feedback so that we can say, hey, um, that looked like that was hard. What felt hard? Where did you feel it start to break yep. down? Mm-hmm. Um, can I give you some suggestions? This is what I might have done in a similar scenario. You know, but somebody who can deliver that in a way that doesn't make you feel like, you know, a mm-hmm. failure. He also asked me if I've heard of, if I knew what a landline was. Oh. He was one of those people. And I was like, Aww. yeah, of course he did. And my response was, do you know the difference? To, you know that Wi-Fi is not the same as internet? And that blew his mind. <laughs> so don't try to pull this. You're a millennial guy. Like, gosh, done. Anyways, so okay. anyway, hard left. Whatever, turn. boomer. <laughs> He's a Gen Xer, but you know, same idea. Oh man. So you talked about the necessity towards imitation. Yes. So imitation. Uh huh. Exploration. Right. Where does that go into from the teacher? Well, that would be like um, if we're talking about just. Uh, how they teach you know then you would imitate a lesson from them it's pretty straightforward um but then also uh what do i for me what i'm always looking at when i'm observing a teacher is what um what place are they coming from emotionally when they teach you know like how are what's the tone because to me a really great teacher can help facilitate a way for kids to process their feelings in a way that they may not have been expecting before they came in. So like maybe you've got a crazy group of sixth graders and it's right after recess and they're totally amped up. But 10 minutes into music class, we're all sitting behind xylophones and we're exploring, um, you know, like a minor tone set. And we're talking about how music can express um, longing, you know, and they can feel that mm. like that. That is the magic. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get a group of people to just deeply listen and understand on that level and yeah. create at that level yeah. that's that's what that's what i want to learn i think that's the problem with tabula rasa mentality with what tabula rasa mentality like what you is just that? plant so the idea of tabula rasa is people were born as a blank slate got it okay yeah um as so like that's the problem when you think of yourself as you are just impl- implanting just ideas and that is your job as a teacher to implant ideas you're not pulling things out of them yeah. and there are so many ideas to pull out of that's right and if they don't get to express that, then they're they're going to lose interest. Yes, because curiosity it's the catalyst, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it's at the top of the of the the table. If you don't have curiosity in any of your relationships, then they stop growing. Mm-hmm. You know, like as the minute you stop being curious about um, a person you love, like that's the minute your relationship begins to die. Or to talk about like burned out teachers, like yes, like once you're just yes. complacent, like, right? You, you and want... you stop seeking out ways to become a better teacher. That's the minute you 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 start 
you know, burning out as a teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it applies to every single area of life. Like if you don't have curiosity in those areas, like watch out. That's your warning sign. If there's no curiosity, there's no wonder. There's no wonder. There's no momentum for it. That's right. Yeah. It has to be that spark. It has to be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's, that's it. I mean, pretty much. So like we have all of these beautiful resources. We have books and books of lessons. We have tons of music. We have great minds who have delivered all of this content, but the content is not the source. The teacher is the source because the teacher is who takes those things and processes it and then is able to deliver it in a way that the community receives, embraces, and is able to take and create something new. Otherwise, just throw books at kids. And like books are great, but that's not being a teacher. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. It's not. We're developing ways of thinking. We're not just delivering content. Thinking and creating. Yes. Sure. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Have you? That's what an education is. It's teaching you how to think and how to learn. Um, have you, re- I mean, I, this, the article has not been published, but my, my first question is, I it wonder. It should be any week now. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you, like, wh- who have you shown this to so far? Like how many people, more or less? Not a ton. Okay. I, we've maybe had a dozen readers at this point. Do you have any pushback? Um, no. No? Good. Cool. I'd be interested um, to talk to anybody who disagrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. When you know. What do you think? When you actually uh, check this article out from the Orfeco, let us know. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's, I, to me, this is, my, this is my philosophy of education. It's like... Is, is there anything you wish you could have still added to it that you felt was, would have either detracted from the theme of source or you just ran out of space to write it? Oh, yeah. We cut... Probably 50% of what we initially wrote. What's something you wish you kept in? I don't know about wish I would have kept in because I feel like this is a really good introduction okay, to, okay. to our rallying then cry what, what here. is your next? But it's just it, the things that we had to cut was a little bit more of the how. Okay. Um, and so there's there there are some action pieces in mm-hmm. here, but it's more like this is... This is the general idea. Yep. Um, but when you actually set out on this path, then I find it helpful to have milestones, you know, and uh, and specific... Um, specific exercises or activities or, um, you know, just just things to meditate on um, and really focus in on. It's like we want to grow this muscle today. So I want to grow the patience muscle. What are some mm, what yeah. are some some things that I can do to really focus on that one thing today? It's like you don't have to go from being a new teacher to being a fully developed, um, you know, uh, com- you know, person with all the things like right. all at once. It's not overnight. It's a process. And I think self-compassion um, really has to be the frame for all of it. Cause Love's one of the... Uh, it loves. Love is not just towards other people, but for it yourself It is for well. yourself, yeah. Yeah. Yes, loving mm. yourself through all of the failures, because there will be many. There will be many. Yes. I mean... And some of them will hurt a lot. That's what happens when you explore. Yes. Learning is painful. Living is painful. Living is painful. <laughs> Learning is painful, though. And I think I've, we've probably talked about this before, but I feel like adults forget that. And that's why they give up on like learning an instrument as an adult or something. That's it's fair. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it really sucks to suck. It <laughs> as, does. As Mark likes to say, <laughs> it sucks to suck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because yeah. we have already, like, we've broken down our muscle of like our understanding of the world and 
for us mm-hmm. to go through that process again is so arduous. Yeah. At least when we were kids, we had a little concept of time and also the concept of what we built beforehand wasn't exactly there. Now it's we're adults. It's just arduous to go back into the breaking down of the muscle. Yeah, it really is. I mm. am so proud to be on this journey with um, people who are on this page, though, mm. like who who get this. Yeah, because this is my heart right here. Like, I, I seriously feel like I've been put on this earth in this lifetime to give this message, you know, and and not just for music teachers, but for everybody. Like, let's let's live at the highest level we can live so yeah. that we can love each other the best that we can. And that's at the end of the day, that's why I do what I do. It's about impact. It's about having a big impact. Yeah, I can't imagine people just live life just to get through the next day. Well, that's why we and teach our kids how to dream, right? Right, right. That, uh, it starts with curiosity. I was just going to say, it starts with wonder and curiosity. Yes, element. wonder and curiosity. Yeah. Inspiring awe. I talked about that in my wor- workshop with San Diego. Like, we have to inspire awe in our students. Mm. Like, how can we get them to think about how big the entire world and the universe is and how small we are and yet how important we are? Makes me think about, because it's hard to wonder. It's hard to be curious mm-hmm. when the world is so oppressive. And yes. so it, it's And important. when your basic needs aren't met. Basic needs aren't met. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this could go really hard onto a different track. But I think... I will say that for another time. I think it's just important to go back to the element of love. Yes. Which only has two protons, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put any numbers on them, okay? Hey, hey, hey. It's right there. It's right there. Um, There's actually, no numbers on this periodic table. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's right, right here. Right here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So love, which is replacing helium. Um, our love has to be very forward. Yeah, because there are people who cannot be curious without uh, their needs are not their needs may or may not be met at home. Yeah. And so it's important for us to establish a a place where we can build them up. Our love has to be forward. And I think something that I'm learning uh, more and more is uh, that doesn't mean you walk around wide open. True. And soak up everybody's trauma. Oh, definitely not. Um. I mean, I, I'm an empath. And so that, Same. yeah, that was discovered that recently. <laughs> oh, that was really hard for me. Yeah. Um, and when I first started teaching, I would just come home exhausted. And one of the reasons was I was soaking up everybody's emotions. Right. And, um, I, I had a mentor a few years ago who, who suggested that maybe I do some things like physically change my clothes when I come home from work and go for a walk to just like communicate to my body, like we're done, we're done with that now. And so now it's time to rest and it's been pretty game changing. Mm -hmm. So, um, still like figuring out like how to, how to walk with love forward. So everyone can feel the love, but also, um, protect yourself. Yeah. The the, the love forward has to apply to yourself as well. Yes. Um, yeah. Armor up. Yeah. And that doesn't mean be closed. No. It's tricky. It is a balance. It, uh-huh. is, it is a it, it's a dance. It is. I get yes. criticized for saying that, but no, it, it, it's a dance. Like it is. Oh, whenever you are dealing with people, mm-hmm. even dealing with yourself, it's always a dance of like how much you're going to move forward, yeah. backwards. How are you going to how how are you going to weave? How are you going to? And it's right. there's no staticness. Boundaries, man. <sighs> Boundaries. Uh, this goes back to the difference between the U.S. <laughs> and, and it's not that it, we're, that I disagree with you. Uh-huh. It's not that you disagree with me either. Mm-hmm. But it's the boundaries, but also still 
like being active to, ch- to make a change for the kids. And again, yeah. it's, it's, it's well, regardless. boundaries aren't solid walls. Right, exactly. Those are unhealthy <laughs> boundaries. Um, but boundaries have appropriate gaps. Yes. 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 <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Cool. So when is there this being, uh, when is this being released? I am not sure it should be out. In, and by the time this, this episode, episode airs, out, it okay. should be available. If you're interested in reading it, um, and you are an AOSA member, it is included in your membership. You get the, um, you get this, you know, speaking of mentors, I'm just going to give an unpaid plug That's for what AOSA. That's I was going to say as well, I think. Um, yeah, their video library is oh. a treasure trove. Oh, so if you are an AOSA member, you can go on your member portal and there are decades of teachers, um, videos, and you can basically visit workshops for, amazing people who are no longer alive and see how they went through um you know and a number of people who very much still are um but you can see all of these incredible teachers um delivering delivering this beautiful process and see how they um see how they all differed what were you gonna say what i was gonna say is speaking of placing yourself out there uh, placing the element of imitation out there imitation's not here sorry it is oh oh hi there oh hi mark Um, (laughs) Write. Write for the Orif Echo. Yeah. Write for, or if not for the Orif Echo, play stuff out there so that people can can see what other people are doing. Start I know with it, reverberations. Start with a blog post for ASAM. Hey, you got something to say. Yes, very yeah. much. There, there are many venues. Or, you know what? Create your own blog posts. Like, there, yep. the, the, place your stuff out there so that people can recognize that they're not alone. And that yeah. they can recognize also that, once again, if you're a teacher, you're an artist. Yes. So do, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Put yourself out there. It's scary. AOSA also has a mentorship program, so you can request a mentor, and you can share videos. Fascinating. Yeah. So it's it's. Uh, I've heard it's really wonderful. I have not gone through that one myself, but I've heard it's lovely. So, cool. yeah. Well, well, thanks for sharing this article, Crystal. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. That's I'm excited to see what comes of it because um, mm-hmm. this is a beginning. I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot more to dig into. Sure, and there's a lot more to like. Like pretty much like, again, I really want to look at those art- other articles because oh, those yeah. other people have a lot to share. Yeah, they do. Um, and in essence, wow, I just can't do it. I just this is the awkward left turn. Just like our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a review, five stars. Um, wow, but you know what? Yeah, it helps. Just says like the community. I mean, the, really, letters. if you haven't already, what are you even doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go there, but uh, yes. I mean, I did. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, leave us a review. Um, and once again, I I know a lot of people have have appreciated this uh, this forum that we've had, um, but it only gets bigger and better, and keeps these lights on and these microphones on when you do subscribe so that the community can grow and that we can also talk to each other once that's right yeah so leave us a review five stars only um and also write out a review that'd be cool we want to read it just like we did with emck underscore i think it was mck underscore 11 last one something like that then um jonathan gets really excited and texts me so it's true we got a review also uh subscribe to us on youtube whether or not you will listen to us in, in that medium subscribe there yep cool all right Back with Spicato after the break. 
I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. That's weighty. It is weighty. It is a metal box. Mm-hmm. And inside of the box... <laughs> Dominoes. Hey. What would you do with dominoes? Okay, so fun fact. I never knew dominoes was a game. Oh, really? You just thought you could knock them over? That's all I knew about dominoes was the whole, like, Uh, you know, knocking things over. It was fun to knock them over. I learned in sixth grade or seventh grade that there was a game. Oh, that's a pretty cool game. There's many games. This is a Mexican train set, but uh, we love chicken foot. Chicken foot. What's chicken foot? Chicken foot is a really fun game that we will teach you. So actually, I feel like I can't take the time to describe it. Okay. You guys can look it up on YouTube. Chicken foot. Chicken foot. Chicken foot. It's the Perdmore family's favorite game. It's is it the um, is it the, the distant cousin distant cousin? Oh wow, I'm butchering what? it. Is it the distant cousin Littlefoot? I was trying to say it, but it was like a bad, <laughs> bad, bad pronunciation. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Good. You know, so something I think about actually. So entirely not related to dominoes, the yeah. game, but back uh-huh. to the whole the knocking over. Yes. You know the Rube Goldberg machines, right? Yes, I do. Uh huh. I feel like there's something there. Okay. Like dominoes is the whole, you know, you start the whole thing by doing one little action. So letting the dominoes fly. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think about the whole, you you know the group uh, OK Go? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, my gosh. The music videos are always well done. Yes. Very well done. Yeah, and their giant Rube Goldberg that, video. That was, that, that which, was amazing. Though it was really interesting to like, okay, here are the scenes. This is where the cuts were. It's like yeah. when you try to break the That was incredible. It was well done. Yeah. Yes. Um, I feel like cause and effect I feel ooh ooh ooh, ooh. Uh, okay. It's, okay forget the Rube Gold machine uh, scratch it no one knows what that is um, <laughs> I feel like uh, you could do a a movement activity where it's so it's essentially kind of, it's like the domino effect where okay. the, le- like the, the leader moves okay and then you make that chain reaction so oh, you see the people fun. flowing through I like that I mean, idea it's not a novel idea but it looks great when it's well done no I think that's a wonderful idea okay well yeah this could be and you could use the domino to demonstrate the, it's like the hook that's a hook I gotcha mm-hmm. okay so this um this set of dominoes uh goes all the way up to 12 I think it has okay. double 12s cool. um and so the way I used it was I used it when I was teaching form that's how i taught rondo so uh-huh. i took like whatever this is i think these are the tens so i started with the tens and then i'm like no this one is this group this is the one and then this is the two and then we go back to uh, a ten. I so see. i've started off with 10 and that's the a section right and then i've got two different numbers and so i've got a one dot on one side so that's the b section but then we go back to a because it's a 10 again so just in case you're not watching um 
Right. Well, Crystal has That's why I was trying to describe. Right. So you know how Domino's has two numbers on two both sides. Right. So one side is the 10, the other side is the 10. That would yeah. be A and A. Yeah. And then the next domino you have is a, a 1. A, B, A. And 10. So A, A, B, A. That's cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. C, A, D, A. Yeah. Yeah. Though technically, you don't need the A, A for the Rondo. But yeah, I still. know. There, well, I couldn't find the zero fast That's enough. Nice. I would normally find the zero on. Here we go. Here it is. A, there we there go. it is. All right. There you go. A section. A section to begin. <laughs> cool. Right. Now you got it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you really want to, you can um, later on you can divide them up and um, give them to kids in a set. Like give them three or four and okay. tell them to to make up their A section and their B section, and cool. we'll do it in their group. So kids find I find visuals helpful. Oh, very um, much so. I mean, and a lot of kids really help. Like, yeah, the visuals are important and things they can hold. And these are very sensory. Like, I love how dominoes have the. They're like carved out. They feel also. They just feel good. They do. They're very smooth. 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 Yes, our favorite moment. Um, we go up to the we go up to the mountains when we can, and we stayed um, we stayed up in the mountains uh, shortly after Christmas, and uh, there was a giant snowstorm, and we had just sat down to dinner, and the power went out. And so we ate our spaghetti by candlelight, nice. and then we played chicken foot by candlelight. Nice. And it was it was the boys' favorite night. As they say in the old country. Dope, dope chicken. chicken. It was dope chicken. Dope, dope, dope chicken. <laughs> <You're a> dork. <laughs> okay, shall cool. we do a round of the week? Let's do a song. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Round of the week. Okay, so this is a folk melody um, that I changed the words to. Okay. So I'm I'm going to give it. I I could not find the origin of this little tune anywhere, but it also sounds like a thousand different rounds. Sure. It's everywhere I've seen versions of it written down, it just says folk song. So, um, that's great. That's that's helpful. Thanks. I know, right? It has a it has a thousand different words for church. Okay. Um, is where I first heard the melody. Gotcha. Um, so here's how it goes. Okay. Uh, in my classroom. Join me in our circle, friends. Sing until our voices blend. Sing out loud from start to end. Oh, that's curious. Join me in our circle, friends. That's three lines. Sing until our voices blend. Sing out strong from start to end. That's three lines. It's three lines. It's in four, but it's three lines. Interesting. Okay. So let's try it out. Join me in our circle, friends. Sing until our voices blend. Sing out strong from start to end. Too low? No, it's fine. Okay. Join me in our circle, friends. Sing until our voices blend. Sing until our voices blend. Sing out in our circle, friends. Sing until our voices blend. Sing until our voices blend. Sing out strong from start to end. I just started singing it in our little, like, as I lead them into a circle. Cool. Yeah. Okay. When I stand up and I start singing this song, the rule is that they have to get in a line and follow me because telling kids to make a circle. It's hard. Yeah. It's Even hard. after practicing it this year, they were still not getting it. So I just get them in a line and I and lead them in a circle and it solves the all the problems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Curious. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Krista, you were a lot. 
you shared a lot and you wrote a lot. I if, am a lot, I know. No, I didn't say that. Okay. That was not what I said. <laughs> That's okay. Let the record right. show. I did not say that. <laughs> I own it. It's but fine. But that all said, uh-huh. um, if they want to, message said a lot. <laughs> If they yeah, want to follow I'll up, I'll talk to you. Uh, where can they, where can you contact You can you? find me on Instagram at Mrs.Pridmore. You can find me on Twitter at Finny Vapa. And you can find us at the Chaotic Harmony Places, too. Uh-huh. You can find us at CH Classroom. Mm-hmm. But before that, you can find me at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-G-M-E-N, if you want to. On the Twitter or the Instas. But back to what you are saying earlier, at CH Classroom, you can message us on all the socials, except, you know, the drill. Not YouTube. That's YouTube.com slash Chaotic Harmony Classroom. And speaking of Chaotic Harmony Classroom... If you want to share a thought, a question, or such, you can always email us there, chaoticharmonyclassroom yep. at gmail.com. Yes. We'll reply. We will. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com.